Hello, and welcome to Pressing Matters, a podcast talking about what matters most to WordPress developers and WordPress business owners. Your hosts are Ian. Hello. And Jack. Hello. Ian's a plugin author, website owner, and developer working with Delicious Brains. And Jack's a plugin author and runs WordPress agency made with fuel. And now, on with the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Pressing Matters. Um, I'm Jack. Ian, how are you doing? What have you been up to this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm really good, thank you. I have survived the Gutenberg um, launch of WordPress 5.0, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Um, Great. Yeah, most of the other week has been, or most of the week has been spent working um, on the deliciousbrains.com site. We're gearing up for another plugin release. So I've been in charge of adding the new sales pages for, for that new plugin to the site, which has been fun. Um, We've got like quite a custom WooCommerce setup, and that's been running basically selling just two plugins plugins for quite some time. So there's a lot of coded just specifically for those plugins and those product IDs, and yeah. So there's been some unpicking of code, and mm. yeah, I've been doing quite a bit of you know PSDs to to front end code, which is yeah, not not my favourite thing, um, but I guess it's a nice change. What about yourself? Yeah. Um, much the same actually as last week I'm still working on the same project um, this parent child thing kind of project and uh, it's going really well I think I've probably got another couple of days left and then I'm and then I'm done with that one which is good uh, but it's gonna be like a whole series of these so um, yeah it's like the first one so it just takes a little bit longer to get it all kind of going but uh, otherwise yeah all good and I'm I'm desperately trying to fix up a few things in my house before Christmas but other than that it's been a a fairly um, kind of steady, stable week for for a change. Actually, it's been really nice. Nice. How, how has uh, WordPress five point affected you, if if at all? Um, it hasn't really. Uh, I've noticed some little buggy things. I've been sort of tweaking about it today. Um, but yeah, just a couple of little things. But um, it's been fine. I mean, Classic Editor has been installed for ages, and uh, the update went pretty smoothly. I think the only issue I had with an update was one client on poor hosting. Well, it was a client of mine, not someone I host, but I look after their site and their host isn't particularly good. And I think everyone on that server just shared hosting, was trying to update WordPress at the same time or something. And um, it would just give me 500 errors the whole time. So that's more or less resolved itself now. Um, And uh, yeah, otherwise everything seems to be fine. Um, I think the only slight change I've had to make with any of it is the um, that little toggle that says, you know, don't allow someone to choose between the block editor and the classic editor kind of uh, thing when you're viewing the post and the post list view. Um, so yeah. I didn't really like that. It felt like that was snuck in, you know, along with Gutenberg. Yeah, I, I'd seen some tweets about the classic editor uh, and some change of late change of behavior of how the classic editor works and... I hadn't really, I have not sort of dived into it, but is that with Classic Editor, the latest version of Classic Editor and 5.0, but not the Gutenberg plugin? And and Classic Editor yeah. is is no longer a kind of a purge all of Gutenberg. There's still a few choice options in there. That's right. So yes, yeah, so if you go to settings writing, that there's a choice between using the Classic Editor or using the new block editor so you know and that was something we mentioned actually in our first episode is whether they would get rid of the word Gutenberg 
um, mm. and they kind of have. They've moved to blog editor, so yeah. uh, which is interesting. That sounds a bit better to me. I think it's more more uh, WordPressy. But anyway, uh, so yeah. yeah, you have this choice, and I just said classic editor. But then there's this feat, there's this toggle now that says, do you want people to be able to choose? Yeah, okay, you're using your classic editor. Nothing's going to change. Um, but when you view the post, you can still toggle but that post individually between the classic and uh, block editor. And I thought, well, that it just feels a bit sneaky to me to get that in there as if to, it's like the last final push to see if you can get people to use um, yeah. the block editor over the you know classic editor. And I thought, no, that's not, it's kind of not what was promised, you know? Yeah. Even that's Matt Hunway the other day said, you know, if you, you want to keep, if you don't want to use a block editor yet, you're not ready, just install classic editor and everything works you know, just the same as it did in 4.9.8 that, that we were on yesterday. But it's not, it's, it felt like yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a swindle, but there we go. It's uh, but we're not talking about Gutenberg today. We're talking about affiliates. Yes. And, and affiliate programs, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I mean, we both run plugin shops. We sell plugins um, and, and delicious brains obviously sells plugins and, uh, and we have an affiliate program. I have an affiliate program, and I gather you don't, Jack. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one. I I pondered on it, but I both haven't gotten around to it and haven't been like overly swayed by by setting one up. It's not the first thing I thought to do. Like I have to set yeah. up a, an affiliate program. Um, I don't know why. I just I don't feel that the value's there for me personally. Um, but I don't know. Do you, do you disagree? How do you, how have you found affiliate programs? Well, yeah, I mean, I thought it would be a good topic to talk about because it does feel like, you know, it, especially WordPress plugins and selling that type of software, it seems to done thing to, you know, set up your e-commerce shop, do some mm -hmm. marketing, set up an affiliate platform. Like it's something or a program, it's something to tick off the list of things that you should do. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and I did that back back whenever it was for for Integrate, um, and I, I certainly don't see any value from it at the moment. Um, and I'm, I'm even considering shutting it down. I think because uh, at the time I used Affiliates Pro, which is a, a plugin, a WordPress plugin to to sit in your site and takes care of it. Um, but because I use, I don't use WooCommerce or Easy Digital Downloads to sell. Um, the plugin. I, I use something called Sellwire, which is a kind of a, a different hosted uh, selling app. There was quite a lot of hassle to get the the two talking to each other because you, mm. you, you kind of need to um, you need to communicate after the sale back to the affiliate platform program to say that this this sale was done with this cookie, so this affiliate will get the commission. All of that stuff. So there's quite a lot of work up front for me even to get it working. And just before we we came on, I had a quick look at um, the stats on the site. And so I've got 72 affiliates signed up, which I was surprised that's quite a large number. But I've had 10 commissions or, t or 10 payouts to affiliates for commissions. And the last one was in 2015. So in terms of value and you know affiliates driving dollars into my pocket that's kind of not worth it really and yeah I, I that's why i say I, i'm going to shut it down and i think 
it's I think they are really really good and they are valuable but for the size of of integrate integrate um it's it's not it's not been um the value got back from it has not been worth the you know the initial outlay on setting it up um but i wonder whether or not it's it, it, there is a, a a tipping point of you the scale of your you of your plugin if it's popular and selling and you know get, has a certain amount of uh, reputation and uh, numbers coming in every you know every month that an affiliate platform would make it more valuable um so yeah I, i'm not sure what i think maybe you're right to have you know not got round to it mm. um, yeah no it's yeah. interesting i i wonder if it's a bit like um ads on your site as well so like if you've got five visitors a week adverts probably won't do that much but if you've got 500 visitors a week then ads will have more of an impact in terms of you know the the revenue that you'll withdraw from that um so i wonder if it's the same with affiliate uh programs you know uh, it's one of those things where you've got to kind of you've got to have the traffic and you've got to push it to people a little bit as well i wonder if it's not one of those set and forget kind of things and you know yes you can make it obvious in all these kinds of places but if you're not constantly kind of emailing people saying did you know we've got an affiliate program or you know when as part of like your onboarding process, you get a new uh, sale from somebody, you say, you know, here's your receipt. Did you know we've got an affiliate program? If you like the plugin, then you can, you know, all that sort of stuff. I wonder if it, it takes more work to get these things kind of going. And for me, with my plugin and being that it's, it's very much a side project for me and it's, and it's uh, you know, it's something that's off to the one side from, from my main business as a, as a kind of a WordPress agency, then I think it does need to kind of manage itself to an extent. I, I haven't got that much time to put into it. So, you know, affiliate mm. programs in terms of, you know, return on investment, maybe not the best thing to do. Um, it might be that it's worth more, it's worth more to me um, by me putting my time into developing something, uh, a new feature, a new uh, paid add-on, premium add-on or something um, to get that sort of uh, return on, on my investment. So yeah, it's, I can see I can see where you're coming from. I mean, the ten sales in how many did you say you had? How many affiliates did you say you had? Seventy-two affiliate um, people and 10, 10 sales, for, you know, driven by an affiliate. Um, yeah. In since I don't know when I actually opened the affiliate platform or program, but yeah, it's it, that's not that's that's a rubbish conversion rate. Um, but then the thing is, I mean that. You know, I say that's rubbish, but is that that's perhaps it's just a reflection on my plugin and how popular it isn't, and how you, you know, I mean, you've got plugins out there that have affiliate programs, but they are wildly popular. Like WP Rocket has an affiliate platform, um, and that seems to be the go-to caching plugin if you're going to do it with plugins, and they they obviously do well from it because. It's that the, the the need for people to be buying it is there. So, and you've also got probably quite a lot of users who are affiliate people who, you know, what they want to be promoting the thing that they um, they like. And we've had that a lot with the Delicious Brains plugins. Like WP Migrate DB Pro has probably more 
um, users of the plugin who love it, who have turned into affiliates to be like, well, it's like a referral link kind of thing, than mm. hardcore affiliate marketers who who just see it's a product and they'll push it. You know, you, you've got actually people who blog about WP Migrate DB Pro to say, God, this is this is a lifesaver. I, I love using it. And they've just signed up to be an affiliate because, well, why not get some some small passive income from clicks from their blog posts and things like that. So, mm. but yeah, for me, I don't think integrates like that. It obviously solves a problem for people and some people like it, but it's not at that scale to make, yeah, to make it worthwhile. Um, yeah. But it, it, interesting what you were saying about whole, uh, you know, you've not got the time to manage it. And, you know, I see that with affiliate because I am an affiliate of lots of products as part of WP App Store. I see people do have the, I guess, community managers, the affiliate people who will send out emails to the affiliates quite regularly saying, do you know that um, we now add this in the plugin? So maybe you could blog about this and drop your affiliate link in it and, and almost like handholding the, um, the affiliates how to, to do the affiliate marketing for their product. And of course, as you say, you've not got time to do that. You've not got time to manage the actual um, you know, the ins and outs of it, the administration, the, the commissions, all of that stuff. Um, but I, yeah, I wonder whether or not there's actually a gap in the market for some sort of managed affiliate platform for WordPress plugins that, you know, obviously you've got big affiliate um, networks like things like Share a Sale that you have a number of WordPress plugins have their affiliate programs as part of Share a Sale, but they still have to manage through Share a Sale. That's just like giving you uh, the, the the program uh, as a sort of an app that you can go on and get your affiliate links and sign up your affiliates and they can um, they can run it through that but you still have to send emails to the affiliates and do all of that management but I wonder whether or not the, yeah, there's an opportunity for some form of um, you know sign up if you've got a plugin that you're selling you kind of connect your e-commerce side of it to your to this well, almost like a freemius but for affiliates marketing and then someone at this this you know imaginative saas app that i've just created in my head will go off and market to your affiliates for you and um you know they'll they'll sort of take care of all that stuff but yeah, yeah. that's 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 an app idea for another day or, or free idea for anyone um yeah yeah, no, it's true. I, it's interesting what you say there. I think I wonder if it, affiliate marketing works better for larger companies and for for, com- or for companies that have you know more sales or you know whatever. And and you have to you have to love it. You don't you don't see it as a money making opportunity. You know you uh, you you see it as like you say with WP Migrate WP Pro. People love that. I love that. You know, and uh, I that's the kind of thing I would definitely become an affiliate for that, you know, kind of thing. Um, I wonder if it works better for, you know, companies that have more, um, more of a kind of a fan base and more of a, um, just, a, I don't know, an overall, just, just a bigger company, a company that can handle, you know, uh, affiliates and, and how, how all that kind of works, you know, um, I just wonder whether, you know, say my, myself, my plugin, it's still, 
it's WMIDB Pro is, is one of those plugins that's it's wonderful and it will continue to get better, but ultimately it works really well as is. I feel that mine is kind of, it, it does work well, but it, it kind of is still in development. There's still so much to do with it um, mm. that it, I don't, I wouldn't feel right. I don't think about asking people to kind of get on board with an affiliate, uh, you know, with an affiliate program with myself because it, to me, and this might not feel like this to other people, like users of the plugin, but to me, it feels like um, it's it's still in development. It's almost like still beta for me. You know, it's not got bug, loads of bugs or anything, but it just doesn't feel like this solid, solid, amazing, all-encompassing product that I want it to be yet. So I don't mm. feel that um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel it fair, you know, to to ask people to um, you know kind of. Um, put their name to it, you know, via an affiliate link or anything like that. Which kind of brings me on to the point where do you, if you see an affiliate link, you know, sometimes people are very straight, you know, um, straightforward and transparent about those sorts of things. And, and I am, I've got a few affiliate links on um, best notification of WP.com for things like good quality hosting so that your, you know, your email is going to work and deliverability is going to be better and that kind of thing. So you can, it's just, it's meant to be helpful, but I'm also an affiliate, you know, uh, so it works quite well, but I believe in the products that I put on there for any affiliate links that I have And I wouldn't do that for anything that I didn't want just for a small percentage of revenue It's just it's just I'm just not interested in doing that. It's not me But I wonder if Some some people aren't as honest, you know, or as transparent about it If you see an affiliate link or you look at the URL and you see it's like a short URL or something They try to mask it in some way and you realize they're just written a blog post, which is obviously just a giant ad for their affiliate link designed to drive traffic. Does that then change your opinion of that product? It might That product might look wonderful on their website, and it might be something that you really want to try or want to do, but does that change your opinion of not only the, the product from the maker's point of view, because they're kind of pushing this affiliate system out to people, but also people are trying to feed in you know affiliates into it as well. What, what what do you what's your thoughts on that yeah i think i think you, you're right that is definitely a consideration and i think that's kind of it's a bit like how some plug-in shops don't do discounts they don't do black friday discounts because the very act of doing a discount shows that they there isn't the the value that they set you know that they don't value their product enough at the, at the price point that is normally listed at. So, um, yeah, yeah. So it, I'm not sure that's explained well enough, but, um, if there is no discounts that they are, that they're almost high, holding themselves up to a higher level of kind of, this is quality. This is, um, you know, a, a much better product that we don't need to discount it kind of thing. It, this is the price and that's it. Like, you know, you don't go and get discounts off Bentleys or Rolls Royces, for example, but you'll go and get something off the local dealer down the road. And, uh, and so there's the argument that, um, which is similar to like, you know, if, if you're pushing the marketing that strongly through discounts or under affiliate platforms, then yeah, that perhaps there isn't that perceived quality, but then, you know, that that's not, I don't think that's always the case. And plenty of plugin shops do discounts and have affiliate programs and it's just another channel of marketing. But I think there's also a side of what you're saying is that when people who are trying to buy the product or the plugin, um, if they realize that there is an affiliate platform, 
they may actually go Googling and searching for uh, affiliates that may have discount codes because that's kind of a common thing that if you're, um, you, you've got this program open and you've got affiliates that are promoting, you may give, as, as the seller, you may give those affiliates uh, discounts, special discounts to be used um, for their content or for their you know, user base. And, and I do the same for WP App Store. Like I have discounts from product companies. Um, but of course, if you're, you know, Joe Blogs off the street trying to buy the plugin, if you've got a whiff of there could be a discount around, you'll go Googling for it and you will find, depending on how, you know, well they, they rank, affiliates rank for the content, you'll go and find the discount. Mm-hmm. So that means, like if this is me doing it to your plugin, you will get... 20% less of that revenue because you've sold it at a discount and you'll get another you know, percentage down because the affiliate has a payout commission. Mm. So I, yeah, it's, that's definitely an issue that we've come across at delicious brains before where, you know, you kind of, you see a lot of affiliates ranking very high for keywords that we want to be ranking high for. And that's probably not really against It's against the terms of the, the affiliate um, program. So yeah, it, it, it definitely clouds the water of how how people view products and how people deal with finding uh, ways to buy it, I think. But yeah, yeah I, I, feel, I don't feel hypocritical, but that's probably not the right the word, but because I am an affiliate for lots of other things through WP App Store, but I also don't see the value in an affiliate program for my own plugin. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. This episode is sponsored by Integrate, the Instagram WordPress plugin which automatically creates posts from your Instagram images and videos on your WordPress site. Find out more at integrate.io. Yeah, I think you know, it's, you've got to judge each case on its merits, and, and it, uh, each use case is, is different. Um, and I understand how you use your uh, affiliates with you know WP App Store, and um, not so much with uh, Integrate. Um, I wouldn't be too too worried about that. I think I think you're right though on on um, you know couponing or you know discounts or, or affiliates and you know you're, you're constantly taking chunks of the, of the pie off um, for yourself and everything. Um, it's I, I I I'm sort of in that bracket in that I never I had a sale. I've had sales. I had I have launch day sales. I have. Um, Black Friday, you know, Cyber Monday sales after that whole four-day weekend. Um, I've had uh, science mailing list, you get 10% off that kind of thing. Um, they're more or less all, well, obviously you get the you know, seasonal sales, like I said, the Black Friday one. Um, they're all sort of expired now. I've got no coupons running on my site at the moment. None. Not even 10% for signing up to the mailing list anymore. Because... Um, I don't necessarily value that person on the mailing list. They only, you know, they might not only want to be on the mailing list to get the 10% and they're not a valuable customer. So that I was making sure really that by removing that, I'm getting quality people through onto my mailing list where I wasn't getting lots of people before. Um, so that was, that's one thing. The other thing is, is that I'm, I, I thought to myself for a long time, I don't want to do a sale. I don't feel it's necessary. And that's for two reasons. One, I was concerned that I was just being really cheap <laughs> and I didn't want to, do a do a sale and sort of discount my things. I know I want that maximum amount of profit, and I realized it wasn't that. It wasn't that I didn't want to do a sale. It's that I didn't see the value in doing one. I didn't see the benefit in 
giving a percentage off. And case in point, I've just done my Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale, and I had a few sales for discounts. I would have seen, historically speaking, I can honestly say that I would have seen the same amount of sales, roughly, you know, uh, yeah. over that weekend that weren't discounted. And, you know, to me, that's, it seems like I've, I've just kind of, um, you know, I've given that money away. I've given the money away. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, so I, I tend not to do them too much. That's, that's my point. I don't have an affiliate program, but like I say, it's sort of a value and sort of, you know, return on investment kind of thing. Um, but you're right. I think people can, they can over discount. They can put too much, do, uh, you know, too much money off. I mean, my one was the biggest one I've ever done. I think I did 40% this Black mm. Friday. I've never taken that much off. Um, and I just didn't see the return on it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to do one next year or not it's like the done thing and if you don't have one people look elsewhere but the other the, the number two of my two points was that um there aren't that many plugins that does what my plugin does so i kind of when if you're in that position you know you don't have to discount your product you know if you're trying to be competitive and undersell people and uh i don't know you might be edd versus woocommerce for the sake of argument both do you know obviously edd's only digital products woocommerce does everything including digital products and it might be that if you're EDD and you want to sell a bunch of add-ons over that weekend, you discount more than WooCommerce, but you only do so on the first time round. So the second year, they pay the full amount, but you've got them as a customer, that kind of thing. So I can understand where that comes in, um, but I'm not sure it's something I need to worry about. There's a, there's a, you know, there's always competitors. There's a few competitors, and it's great they keep me on my toes, but I don't really mm. see them discounting all that much either, to be honest. And um, you know, I do, I do kind of keep rough tabs on these things, you know? Yeah. I think the, the, the point you made about, you know, if you're going to get the same amount of sales in that four day period as you would do any other four day period that you're throwing money away, I think that might come down to, and this is probably coupled with what you said about you feeling like the product's not fully you know, it's not, it's probably still a beta product or maybe that's not right, but, you know your perception of the product is that it's it's so much more to do to it and like it perhaps it's almost a bit of almost imposter syndrome and you don't value it high enough and yeah and the way and the way other plugin companies especially with wordpress plugins where the you know the ecosystem is so it's so different to how it was five years ago that the price of plugins is quite high um and, and as a user and a you know a customer, that's quite hard to deal with. But people do value to they do price their plugins high. But of course, if they if they're generally overpriced, the sales and the coupons kind of bring that down to a normal level that the company is happy to part still with, because mm -hmm. that's kind of what it should be. And again, it's the psychological effect of the coupon that still drives the sale through. But actually, they're not really giving away too much because they're priced high in the first place. And, and I haven't actually looked at your recent or what your pricing is for a while. But I would imagine you price fairly. So <laughs> any discount is literally taking away money from your pocket. Whereas, you know, there is, there is a completely different approach out there. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're right, and, and I do try and price it fairly. Um, the price has gone up in years, but I have to remind myself every once in a while, hang on a minute, I've just released an update for this, and it adds a lot more functionality. It's worth more than it used to be. So mm. I tend to put the price up when that happens, and it's never by much. I, I, yeah. I don't 
throw 20 quid on top of the price or something like that. It's usually like five pounds. It's, it's not yeah. a huge amount. And I, and I justify it to myself. And sometimes it increases and sometimes it doesn't. And I, I've discounted products in the past, you know, because they either haven't sold or haven't sold as much. I thought maybe I priced that wrong to begin with, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, like you say, you know, it, I, they try, I try and price them fairly. And I, yeah, and like you said, yeah, when, when I discount them, I'm, I'm literally taking money off them. Um, mm. and, and I get, for me anyway, I feel like I get enough sales. Um, so I can't be getting my pricing too wrong. Plus, if people, I read recently, and I can't remember where it was, it was a tweet somewhere. If people complain about your pricing, you're doing it right. And I have had the odd person complain and say, you know, why isn't this cheaper? And it's like, well, yeah. Obviously doing it. I'm, I'm obviously doing okay then. I, I mean, I, I really want to talk more about pricing, and I think we've we've probably hit our limit for today. But uh, just just quickly, I'm in the future, and this is probably not going to happen this year. But I'm going to take. I've got a number of plugins, the uh, small fry plugins, but they're on Code Canyon, and they've always been on Code Canyon. And back in the day, you didn't set the price; they decided what price it was. Um, and and for whatever for various reasons, I want to take them off Code Canyon, and I want to sell them myself. Um, and so therefore I need to decide on a price. So I think definitely we'll dive into that for another episode because that would be, I, I, I want to explore that, um, during the conversation. Definitely. Absolutely. But, uh, I did not know that about Code Canyon, how they used to set your price for you. I had no idea. Yeah. I th- unless I'm completely like my mind is playing tricks on me and this was, you know, five, six years ago when those plugins arrived on Code Canyon, but yeah, it was part of the approval process, which. Yeah, feels horrible. Um, I think you could complain and you could get it raised up, but yeah, and of course with the huge cuts that they take from you know the percentage, it's definitely not. Uh, I don't want to be on there anymore. But mm. yeah, well, I think it, it was definitely good to talk about affiliate programs, and I think I'm going to be shutting mine down in the new year. Um, but yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll be starting one up anytime soon, but yeah, I'd be interested to know from any, any listeners that we've got, uh, whether they do an affiliate program, if they run a plugin or whether they, you know, um, are affiliates for, for, you know, uh, other products and services, you know, hosting or plugins or themes or whatever it might be, you know, and how they feel it's going, how, how you feel it's going. Yeah. And, and perhaps if you, if you just started to think about developing a plugin or selling a plugin or you just set the shop up or you, you know, don't feel rushed into doing an affiliate program like I was. So I think don't it's, it's, it's probably not the best uh, marketing channel that you can do off the bat. Uh, I think there's better things to do and um, content, content marketing blogging is probably, probably worth the investment in time over something like an affiliate program. If you're a one man, two man company person, two person company. Yeah. Even SEO, I would have said, you know, just basic SEO. Yeah, sorting that out and get some content marketing going. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it's lovely to speak to you, Jack, and I'm sure we'll be catching up in a couple of weeks' time for the next episode. Indeed, looking forward to it. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.